Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Sports Finder community, we're back with our popular segment where we speak to great people from the world of sport, sport business, and many more. And today, my good friend, Mr. Jake Stone, joins me on the show from Penn State, Director of Baseball. Mr. Jake, welcome to, to the show, buddy. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me, man. Um, Jake, before we get into what you're currently doing at at Penn State, where did this journey begin? Who who was Jake at school? <laughs> yeah, so it's funny. It seems like that should be something half a long time ago, but I actually just graduated from university this past May. Um, but baseball started for me about uh, about five years about five years ago, my freshman year, um, first year in school, and I started working for the baseball team. And uh, really, it wasn't too much. I was a student manager. There were uh, just about six of us, um, and it wasn't too much. But over my time at Iowa, uh, I got to work with some really special special coaches and staff members who really kind of bought into this new data-driven revolution that's going on in baseball right now. And they kind of transformed the program, and I got to be a part in figuring out on how all of this new technology is going to work, how to properly implement it. Um, and I really learned a ton, and through that experience, um, I was able to uh, get a job working in doing some scouting, like summer ball college scouting jobs. Uh, I got an internship with the twins over one summer. Um, so a lot of my, a lot, I, I base a lot of the stuff that I've learned through some really brilliant minds that uh, worked for me at the University of Iowa and kind of set me up for success after graduation. So graduated in May. I uh, I got a job with the Baltimore Orioles, so headed across the uh, country there and spent some time doing some similar player development work, uh, doing scouting reports, helping implement some of the same technologies that I used at Iowa uh, at one of their minor league affiliates. Um, and from there, through a couple connections, I was able to uh, get my foot in the door at Penn State, and that's where we're at today. Rockstar. Well done. Um, talk to me about... Like, that that journey there, five years. Sure, mm-hmm. I'm sure you would have faced a few challenges because you've adopted to multiple roles and organisations. And if you just move from organisation to organisation, different culture, different people, different systems, many differences. What are some of the challenges you faced during this journey? For sure, and it's been. I mean, it's been kind of hurdles all the way along the way. Um, some of the biggest things and one of the biggest barriers to entry for me was figuring out exactly what all of this information means. Like if you've watched a major league baseball game and they shoot up a little, like they'll show exit velocities and spin rate and stuff like that on the screen all the time. Well, that's a part of a system that I've become quite comfortable with called TrackMan. Um, it's a portion of StatCast, but it spits out for every single pitch just on ball flight information, like 73 different data points for every single pitch of every single game. So wow. beginning to figure out all of that and figure out what's important, what's not, and figuring out the best ways to apply it um, to help athletes 
get better because at the end of the day, that's my job is to help people uh, improve on the field um, through using this stuff uh, was kind of the biggest challenge. And one of the craziest things I noticed was when I was working at the University of Iowa, this was something that I kind of was built into through the culture there. But as I started to uh, go and work other places, I realized that it wasn't being applied the same way everywhere. So that's been kind of the biggest eye-opening experience was kind of realizing that we were pretty far ahead, pretty far advanced at the University of Iowa in terms of what we were doing with some of this technology. A lot of places have it, but not everywhere, even still, knows how to properly uh, apply it and interpret it. So that's been kind of the biggest thing. So bumping around, obviously, I've learned a lot of things from everywhere where I've been at, but uh, I think that the biggest thing is just finding a way to uh, apply this all, and that's kind of where the inspiration for starting my YouTube channel came from as well. Phenomenal. What's your what's your YouTube tag? Uh, so the channel's name is Simple Saber Metrics, and it's just short little videos about some of this complex information that people can find uh, if they're looking to get into kind of the in-depth uh, technology-based player development system going on in baseball. Um, they can go there and watch some fun videos and learn a little bit about the sport. Awesome. Five years. A lot of technologies come through many changes in the industry. Talk to us about those initial stages and those initial steps where you had all this technology thrown at you, all of a sudden you've got all these insights and data. How did you work out what to do with it all? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's one of the biggest challenges. I kind of saw this pattern everywhere I've seen new technology implemented where you get the, you get the new piece of technology, you invest uh, you invest money into bringing in this piece of technology because you think it'll help. Um, the first step really is just to collect some amount of data so you have kind of a baseline, a, a group of information that you can say, okay, how much do I need in order to make a proper decision? How can I tell that this is good and this is bad? So the first step always is just starting to collect the data and then it's beginning to understand what each data point means. Um, and that takes a lot of time, honestly, in the way that... Um, in my personal experience that we learned how to get all of this started was just kind of one-on-one -on -one projects where it's like, hey, Jake or um, anybody else I was working with, let's let's look at this in particular guy and say, hey, what numbers make like one of his pitches good? For example, what makes his slider better? And you compare kind of the outcomes and the inputs and see what information is relevant when one thing changes, that something else changes well. And um, that's kind of the short of it. And once we started doing that on a one-on-one -on -one scale, it's okay, so now that I understand what this means, how can I scale this to help all of our guys in some way, shape, or form? And so that's kind of the basis of learning any new piece of technology for me. Um, I'm sure there may be better ways to do it, but uh, that's something that's worked for me. And once you kind of get the hang of what all this information means uh, in general, uh, you can kind of start to carry it over to the next piece of technology and the next and see how they kind of work together to uh, most efficiently implement whatever you're using. Talk to me about players. How did they react to all these technology devices and so on? Yeah, so it's it's definitely different. Um, in my experience, it's been, uh, for the most part, really positive, um, especially when you have a group of, at Penn State here, we have a group of coaching staff that really is dedicated to understanding this information and knowing how to apply it. So we... The players, they're gonna, they're interested in hearing about how this stuff can help them out. Um, when I was working at the University of Iowa, 
they came into it and it's kind of like this is the way things are here and um this is our system this is our process and um there are some guys who buy into it more than others i in my time working in professional baseball definitely saw that because those are some guys who may have never seen anything like that before maybe even coming out of uh, coming out of a different country that all they know how to do is pitch and they've never needed any of this to help them uh, so that's a certain barrier where it's it's something that i know is a tool for anybody who actually understands what all of this data and information is telling you um, it's only going to help you get better uh, so if you know your stuff and you are able to explain to people uh, kind of in their own terms how this can uh, help them get better it really has been a win-win i haven't had many struggles with that um, in terms of working with players awesome during the season, I mean, you guys would be flat stick with your competition and so on. What does the off-season look like? Yeah, so the off-season is uh, different. Spent a lot of time, um, I guess I'll kind of break this up. When, we're, when we don't have players on campus, a lot of my time is spent um, kind of researching, A, what new technology can be uh, brought into the team, how can it improve our team in whatever way. And then the second portion of that is just trying to uh, – continue to crack down. Like I said, there's 70 plus data points for every single pitch. And as much as I like to think that we have pretty good processes in place uh, to uh, look into some of the uh, more important ones that I've discovered, there's always more to be learned about um, the way other people are applying it as well. Uh, then our off-season work when our players are on campus is then utilizing a lot of this technology and kind of full-scale player development plans built out so that each guy has a personalized plan to them based on their numbers to help get them to uh, kind of reach their ceiling. Phenomenal. What's your scouting process look like? I mean, what, what do you guys look for in players? Yeah. This, so, sorry, this, <laughs> this, this, this always intrigues me because there's, every, every college is different. There's always like these set rules and preferences that must be in in a certain player. Hence why I, I I asked the question basically. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, it's been it's been different everywhere that I've been, and yeah. kind of my like you said. But yeah. uh, in my experience, um, the kind of my background is working with the numbers. Um, so that's something that I'm more interested in than a lot of people, and that's not something that's super widely available for the high school athletes that we're trying to bring in. Uh, so if we can get hands on that information, that really helps me help the coaching staff kind of make an, a better informed decision. Um, in terms of kind of our process of uh, finding players, a lot of times it's there's certain benchmark numbers like a pitcher has to have this velo or uh, a guy's swing needs to look this way, and it really just comes down to the people that we have um, in our area or people that we have connections with to. Uh, just kind of find the talent. And then on top of that, one thing that we kind of pride ourselves in is bringing in uh, quality people who have a growth mindset, who aren't just going to come here and think that they're the best, come here knowing that they want to learn that they're going to fit in with the culture. Because uh, like anything, you spend a lot of time with the uh, with your teammates. So we want to make sure that we kind of eliminate any bad eggs from the group, even if they may be more talented in some regard. If they have a bad attitude, we may go with a guy who we know is going to work hard that may surpass him in the long run in terms of their talent on the field. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes a lot of sense doing that because the last thing you want is a toxic culture. I've seen many, sure. many teams, I mean, be destroyed. Um, what does the future look look like for baseball and, and tech, basically? 
Yeah, for <clears throat> for me, I think it's just constantly uh, trying to spread the word of uh, how this all this new information can kind of help the game and help players and help coaches in general um, just do better at their jobs. I kind of like to think of it as a couple ways. One is uh, for coaches and athletes, like I said, all this information is only helpful. The analogy I like to use is all of this is kind of like being able to use a calculator on a calculator on a mapping bail. You're able to use this technology to help get you to the final answer quicker. Um, and when you kind of think about it in that regard, um, players, it, it kind of helps, especially if you know what you're talking about, helps them kind of grasp like, oh, okay, so with a good coaching staff, I'm already going to reach, you know, my ceiling. But what can we do to get them there as quickly as possible yeah. in order to help get them to the next level? Um, in terms of baseball, um, there's a lot of changes going on uh, in terms of the type of uh, – People that are being hired, especially at the highest level in professional baseball, they're bringing in a lot of people with this background in technology. Um, and so just like anything, you got to be able to adapt, learn, and continue to improve yourself, your own craft. And a lot of this technology becoming more easily and more widely accessible for people is really, I mean, you just got to keep learning and uh, changing with the times. Awesome. I'm, I'm guessing a few more da data scientists will be um, employed <laughs> to try and, oh, yeah. and do it's, something with that with that data. For sure. It's, you, I mean, if you follow along with any of that stuff, you're seeing a ton of people who may not have, I mean, in the past, baseball has been a lot of, if you played, you can coach. And there's there's kind of a change in, um, change in that kind of over the last couple of years that uh, they're bringing in some people who, hey, maybe they – They've, they've grown up utilizing more of this technology, and that's how they kind of got their start in the business. And because they're able to understand this in a different way, that they can come in and uh, make some waves. Awesome. Uh, Jake, you've been amazing. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate your time and your insight. Unfortunately, we have to wrap, wrap things up. Um, before we let you go, where can we find you online? Yeah, so like I said, I've got a YouTube channel, uh, so that's called Simple Saber Metrics. Um, so you can definitely go over and check me out there. And then on Twitter, it's just Simple Saber DSB, so Simple Saber Baseball. Um, and that's that's where they can find me. Awesome, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jake Stone. He's the man when it comes to baseball and baseball analysis, breaking it all down for you on his YouTube channel. Check him out. And once again, thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder Podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?